This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's episode 88 of season number two. We're talking Cubs 40-man roster decisions. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Crowley, as we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, there is just so much news going on. And award season, award season is hot and heavy. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, we, we we had all sorts of awards this week, and, and some of them, uh, you know, have to do with the Cubs, some not. Um, again, we were unhappy about this situation. Uh, Cy Young went to Blake Snell, 204 points um, is what he got, 28 first place votes. I was just irritated about, um, you know, just the fact that he didn't have, if you take a look at his April and May, yeah, he finished fantastic. But I think Justin Steele was solid all year with a couple blips in September, and it's just like that knocks him out of the top three. Number two, Dustin. Number two, Logan Webb. 86 points he got He got on that one. A lot of second-place votes. Zach Gallen, number three. Spencer Strider, number four. And Justin Steele comes in at number five. I thought that Cody Kodai Senga was real low, too. I don't know about you. He didn't yeah, get any first-place votes. Yeah, he could have been. He could have definitely been higher. You know, at the end of the day, if you're if you don't win it, okay, if you don't win it, I don't know what difference it makes. And he definitely didn't deserve to win it. I mean, he was in the conversation going into September, but I mean, none of us feel really good about how it ended, right? None of us feel good on how things wound up. So if you're not first, you're last, in my opinion, <laughs> on this. I, I did read that he got a nice bonus. Um, a million dollar bonus because he was in the top five. I don't know if that was exactly what it was, but he got a, he got a million dollar bonus for where he finished in all of this. So that'll put a little ha la 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 and fa la 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 in your holiday season. Um, and good for him. He, he deserved it, but yeah, I mean, there, there's some question marks, but he, he didn't, he didn't deserve to win. I don't think anybody can say he deserved to win and he didn't deserve to get any first place votes. I don't even know if he deserved to get a second place vote. He stunk mm. at the end. He was no good. He ran out of gas. And that's so going to happen. You're, you're talking about two bad starts. Three. Three at least. No, he was, remember, he was pretty good in that third one. That was against Atlanta. And then they took him out. And then they came back and say I dropped the ball. But the it was really the six runs in, in two different starts. I think one was against Arizona and one. One was definitely against Arizona. And that was the game against, that was the game against, um, we're looking at the manager of the year now, but if we went back to the Cy Young, that was against Zach Gallen. Yeah. That was that a was Friday. That was a Friday after, wasn't it the Friday afternoon game where Zach Gallen just absolutely shut the Cubs down? Yep. 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 Like I said, I, if you're, if you're not first, you're last in, in my opinion, in this, in this kind of thing. It, it, so Ricky Bobby, I, I think, I think I, I like to me, it would have just been great to see him in the top three. I think that means something. And and so I, you know, I'm happy he got the bonus. I was glad he, I was glad he got the All Star experience, Crowley. I, I think that to me is more important and more beneficial to him and for the fans than where he ranked Cy Young. 
That is true. That was that was a cool experience that he got to have. I just wish he had teammates with him there. But uh, Dustin, the Cubs, ironically, had two cracks at the NL Manager of the Year. <laughs> uh, new Cubs skipper Craig. Here, again, I, I might be a little off today. It's Thursday. It's been a long week. I, I don't. <laughs> how did they get two cracks at it? They they, 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 they only have one manager at a time. I'm confused. Okay, there he is. The Cubs manager, Craig Council, was up for the award. Um, you well, know, the winner was for the award, right? Every one of them's up for the award. Well, he was he was in second he was place. Fine, he was in he was the top final, run. He, he was, was a finalist, finalist. right? Yeah. But, but where was David Ross? David Ross got uh, first place votes. So Skip Schumacher wins it. Council finished second with 51 a uh, bridesmaid. Points, Always a bridesmaid. Right there. And then if you take a look. Yeah, One Rossi got a second. Who, who, did Je- does Jesse Rogers have a vote? Does Jesse have a vote <laughs> to help sell the book? I mean, seriously, who's voting on this stuff? Who votes on this? So I'm just telling you, you know, you got uh, Council 51, Snicker with the Braves 48, Lavello Diamondbacks 42, Dave Roberts 41, David but Bell he, of the Reds 13. But and- Craig Council would have won it as a brewer, not as a cub. Yeah, no, it just would have been fun to rub in their faces, though. Well, okay. And that's I, I, I'm petty sometimes. I, I've heard. Listen, you're Crowley. You're not the first person who made that observation. I, nope. I still want to know. I still want an investigation on who vote who gave David Ross <laughs> maybe a third place vote. I could see a third place, but how in the world David Ross got a second place vote? Mm. I, I have no idea. Uh, some other cool Cub connection to manager of the year, former Cubs bench coach and first base coach Brandon yep. Hyde won the AL manager of the year mm-hmm. for his amazing season with the Orioles. The one Absolutely that got away. Great. The one that got away. He, he was a great guy. You, you knew he wasn't going to sit around being a first base coach forever. I mean, oh, he was gosh. he was too good, and, and they had Dave, uh, they, they, you know, it just wasn't happening. But uh, speaking of Craig Council, Ken Rosenthal was the first to report that Craig Council's uh, former bench coach, Pat Murphy, is getting the Brewers job. Uh, I know, Dustin, you were a little disappointed about that. Yep, I wanted and, David Ross to get that job because I wanted uh, you want to talk about being petty, Crowley. Well, I thought about your idea about David Ross getting that job, and then all of a sudden I started thinking more and more. And Dustin, think about all the jobs that had openings: Brewers, Mets, Guardians, Astros, Giants, Padres, and what's no one name you never heard at all? Joe Madden. Joe Madden. None. Zero. He I said heard, he was interested in the Mets job. I, I heard nothing about him. And so you want to talk about, you know, stroking the rivalry. I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised because the Brewers are cheap. Yeah, but, say, uh, I don't know that Joe Madden rolls out of bed for like less than three mil though. So, <laughs> so that, but imagine how fun that would have oh, been. Oh boy. Would, that would have been fun. That would have been spicy. That would have been spicy. David Ross would have been better though. Now, one good thing though about Pat Murphy staying with the Brewers is that Jesse Rogers is reporting that the entire Brewers coaching staff is returning. So it is more likely we, we, we had questions about, you know, guys that we really got to know, hitting coach Dustin Kelly, pitching coach Tommy Hadovy, John Maley's up. They really, you know, that really improves their chance of returning because now he's not grabbing everybody from Milwaukee and bringing them over. Good, 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 good. Now, speaking of staff being put, a uh, friend of the pod, Andy Martinez, was writing about former Cubs director of pitching special assistant Greg Breslow's move to Boston. And according to his sources, Breslow isn't allowed to take any Cubs front office personnel for a year with him to Boston. And so, <laughs> you know. Uh, it, 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 talk again. Talk about Petty. I love it. 
You know, but but that is important because it oh, allows. Yes, it's important. Yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it allows the Cubs to kind of set up how they want to go. You know, promotions and do they want to hire within? Are they looking at somebody you know outside the organization to take over that role? But you know, you just don't have a huge brain drain in one year, and so the hope is is that it gives the time the Cubs time to set up how they want how want how they want to keep this going because. I mean, I think now there's no secret about how great Craig Breslow was. And so the question is, who's next? Um, Dustin, I think you and I were both big fans of the pitch clock. Um, but Jeff Passan the, the, reported that Major League Baseball's competition committee has proposed reducing the pitch clock with runners on base from 20 seconds to 18. Does that seem like a little much or I don't know, nitpicky? I, don't I, know. I just, I don't know what the two seconds is going to do. I I mean, uh, you, now Crowley, you know what? Now I'm going to watch a baseball game because they, they decreased it from 20 to 18. Now. Okay. They got me. I'm in. I mean, what? I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. I, I, you know, there's some mathematician out there who did some big project and, and, and made some fancy graph and some slideshows and some whatever else's and PowerPoints. Uh, Okay, I, but I mean, Passin and Jesse, major news from the owners' meetings. Oh, okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right. I mean, so. I don't. I don't. Shohei Otani, Bellinger. You know, those. That's major news. Shaving two seconds off of a pitch clock with runners on base. I, I need a little more information. I just thought it was just. I thought the pitch clock worked fine this year. I thought there it's was fine. no reason to why tinker take, with why, it. Me, well, yeah. And, okay. Speaking of the owners meeting, Dustin, the, the uh, MLB owners met and they have unanimously approved the Oakland Athletics move to Las Vegas. That doesn't mean that it's 100% happening, um, but it, it means that it's clear there's no hurdles coming from Oakland's um, ownership. So th they can do what they want now. They can stay at Oakland. They can move to Las Vegas. They're obviously not going to have a stadium um, but, but Supposedly you know, next year, they're going to like bounce back and forth between a stadium in the Bay area and a minor league field in Vegas, in Vegas, they have a, an awesome minor league team. It's the area 51s mm -hmm. and it's a really cool feel. Um, for a few years, the Cubs are doing it. They haven't done it since COVID. Yeah, they used um, to go to Vegas right before, right on their way home. Right, right. They would do it. They would do a, a trip to Vegas. So, I mean, that's a, the area 51 stadium is really nice. So. Um, interesting to see, but to me, Dustin, and I know the teams move, it's not the first time and it's not the first time the athletics have moved. This just kind of just leaves, I think a bad taste in the mouth. And I feel, I feel bad for the people of Oakland who've had to kind of deal with all this crap. Yeah, I mean, if there are any real Oakland A's fans out there, I feel bad. If you want to visit your team in Las Vegas, do so. Otherwise go ahead and become a Giants fan. Also announced today, Dustin. Well, this see, just, is the bad news, Crowley. Now we're getting to the meat. Huh? Now we're getting to the meat here. Uh, you know, Rob Manfred, my enemy, has awarded the 2025 All-Star Game to the Atlanta Braves. Why is that important for Cubs fans? Because once again, Wrigley Field and Chicago is getting screwed. The last time Wrigley Field had hosted the All-Star Game was in 1990. Last time Atlanta hosted, 2000 at Turner Field. 
Yes, oh, they got they, a new ballpark, Crawley. They got a new ballpark. And if anyone had gone, taken a time machine and goes back to 1990, it looks like the Cubs now have a new ballpark. And so the Cubs and the and the Ricketts ownership has put in a ton of money to renovate that stadium, to renovate the surrounding area, to truly make it a beautiful, beautiful experience. I am. I know not everyone's a hundred. You know, some people I talk. Hey, I miss this dive bar. I miss. There's still plenty of dive bars around there. Go to Nisei Lounge. There's plenty. But there's also other things for people around there, and and I do not understand how the Cubs get shafted on this one. Um, so now what happens, Dustin? So 2024, we already knew that the All-Star Game was going to be in Globe Life Field in Texas, new stadium there. 2025, now in Atlanta, they have a new stadium. And 2026 is going to be in Philadelphia uh, for the, what is it, 250-year anniversary of 1776. And so the next time Wrigley Field will have an opportunity to host an All-Star Game, 2027. What is Rob Manfred doing? Like, is he is does this have to do with the fact that the city didn't pay for the renovations? I mean, this is one of the most iconic ballparks in all of baseball. The last place that Jackie Robinson played that's still standing. And they have done everything jumbo to make the experience better, more fan-friendly. Uh, I cannot tell you, you know, when you talk about the 1060 project, which started after the 2014 season. Everything that they've done, I like about 95% of it. And I love the, the Gallagher way. I love, you know, the hotel looks cool. I think it all looks really cool down there. And it's just truly a shame that Chicago has to wait now, what, another three, four years to potentially get an all-star game? Come on. Well, I hope that at some point that uh, Manfred is going to answer questions and somebody's going to ask him, bottom line, how, how do you come up with these decisions? It, 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 to me, it just really screwed Cub fans. And so absolutely annoyed about that and, and disappointed that Manfred just really, anyone that goes to Wrigley, that visits Wrigley, that sees Wrigley knows all the, like I said, I've been going to Wrigley Field since, you know, since 1978, 1979. If you want to talk about all the, you know, the ballpark and the neighborhood now just look beautiful. And it is time that the jewel Wrigley field gets the all-star game, gets that primetime viewership. And I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I get it. I, I understand the disappointment. I thought, I thought it was like a two foot putt. I mean, honestly, I, I thought, I thought they were getting it for sure. Yeah. Disappointing. Um, one thing though, is that we got a little bit more news is that the world series, Texas Rangers champions will begin their title defense against the Cubs on Thursday night on ESPN, March 28th, 2024. Uh, Seems I already get earlier and earlier and earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, at least it's in Texas and not in Chicago, right? Well, um, you know, yes, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. We'll have plenty you, of time you, to you, bitch. I'll have wanna... plenty of time to bitch and moan about the schedule later on in a future episode. But yeah, I mean, come on. You can sit next to me, Dustin, on April 1st. I'm sure it's going to be just as chilly. Um, but I already got my tickets for the Saturday game. I will be down in Texas to Arlington and I'll really? be there Saturday. Yeah. Wow. It, uh, Dustin, be, it, it must be nice to be a teacher, Crowley. Well, it's during my spring break. Well, I'm just saying it seems like it's a, it could be an expensive ticket. World champions open. No, weekend. the tickets, the tickets were for the Saturday game. Now I don't have opening day yet. Well, I'm sure those will be it, but it was $60 a ticket. Okay. That's very affordable. 
So 60, not only that, I'm like, like almost behind the Cubs dugout. Jeez. Shows, I'm gonna you, have how, to, shows <laughs> you how terrible those fans are. I'm going to have to get a fly the W banner or something to hang. So when the players come back to the dugout, we can get some press. There you go. Um, so I'll be there. And, and, and like I said, we'll have plenty of time there, but um, congrats go out to our friends at marquee network on winning yes. three regional Emmys outstanding achievement for sports single program series live that went to the road to Wrigley. We have had Jim Callis on and we've had our buddy Lance Brozdowski on. So we've had two out of the three hosts of that show. So just great people. Congratulations to them. Outstanding achievement for sports documentary. I know people make jokes that the Cubs, you know, too many documentaries, but guess what? I love all of them. I love the Kerry Wood one, the Fergie Jenkins, the Ron Santo, the Harry Carey, Ernie Banks. They're all great. I could watch them a million times. And then finally, outstanding crafts achievement for on-camera talent, sports analyst play-by-play goes to, again, friend of the podcast, John Boog Shiambi. 